Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. You are now listening to Chuck Talk, hosted by me, Charlie, and my best friend and co-host of the show, Zach. How are you doing? I'm doing all right, Charles. I'm uh I'm not too excited to be recording this podcast, but uh nonetheless, we're gonna be just going over the NFC and AFC championships today. And um I'm also excited for your your forfeit coming up next week and uh also the other part of your forfeit we're gonna have to we're gonna have to look at doing sometime soon. So that's the only thing keeping me going. Uh, yeah, no. I mean it sucks, especially the way you lost. Um, and the way Josh played, but I guess just when someone has you beat, they have you beat no matter what. So I don't know if you want to break down that game um, or just give your thoughts and opinions. I really don't have any. Um, I only got to really watch the second half of the game. So yeah, um, I mean, I'll, I'll I don't really want to break it down. I mean, everyone's already seen it. I would imagine it was one of the most watched uh, games that wasn't Super Bowl. I think in a long time, if not ever. So I, I mentioned everyone saw it. Long story short, it was just a back and forth game, as good as you could have expected it. Um, and just unfortunately, Bills came up short. Uh, game ended on a on a missed field goal from Tyler Bass. Probably would have lost anyway if they made it, or maybe they wouldn't have. You never know. But still, that's how it ended, regardless. Um, but really, really, the narratives that I, I I've seen come out of the game is is what really what upsets me because I I feel bad for Josh truly. He played a really clean game, a really good game. Um, and I have something to tell you, Charles, and I see your take on it. People are people are saying all season, Josh Allen is not going to be a good enough QB to win a Super Bowl because why? All season, what was the reason? It's turnovers. Because he turns the ball over too much and he can't make the playoffs if he turns the ball over. He had zero turnovers in both of his playoff games, and they still lost. So which one is it? Now they're saying he didn't do enough. Which one is it? I don't get it. I don't understand. He played a clean game, and his team lets him down, and it's his fault. Yeah, and again, I don't think it it was just the defense. I mean, yeah, the defense really didn't make too many stops, but you knew going into that game you're going to have to put up a lot of points to beat that Chiefs team. Um, Granted, the Chiefs defense also had a lot of injuries that they picked up during that game. Um, but I think the, the crucial one that I can think of is James Cook. He, I mean, he had a great first half, second half, not so much. Um, and then that big drop on that 60-yard 60 60 yard bomb by Josh. Yeah, so uh, the, there's a couple things that we can go back to and nitpick. Um, but James Cook really is a product of uh, the scheme and, and the offensive play calling. So if you didn't watch the game, Charles, I guess I can explain this. They were running the ball well all game. They're running. They always always run in with an extra lineman, right? So, it's pretty obvious when they're going to run. And second half, they kept doing it. They didn't really like mix it up, and ultimately, the Chiefs adjusted, and then they couldn't run the ball anymore. That's sort of what happened there. So, they need to figure out how to put some more wrinkles in that in that scheme, so that 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 way they're not like eight in the box and you still run it into it. They need to figure that out. Obviously, a key drop by Diggs in the fourth quarter would have been. A huge swing in the game. Um, and then another one, if you remember, I don't think you saw this one. Do you remember Trent Shurfield? Another one on the sideline? I, I so driving. So there was a like it was like second and twelve after a run like I talked about where they kind of adjusted and, and stopped us in the backfield. Did a play action. Josh throws it to the left side of the field, maybe 50 yards down the field. Shurfield catches it, can't trap it, it hits the ground. And uh another another drop there. The beautiful okay, throw. I do I do remember that one. 
Yeah. And so that, and, and then I'm, I mean, you know, it's funny. I'm thinking right in that moment and I, and I felt bad for thinking this, man, I wish Gabe was there. Gabe would have caught that. And I was, and I was upset and I didn't think I would miss him until right then. This yeah, is the kind of game that I think Gabe Davis was missed because he's the deep threat. He's the, the sure handed on deep throws, even though we call him stone hands, but when he, when the deep balls come his way, he's good. He's good. And I think and he, he really missed him. Plays, plays in big games. He loves those big game. I mean, they call him so. big game, big game Gabe. So and then everyone's really micro analyzing the uh, last couple of plays of the last drive. I think you saw that one. Um, so they're saying Josh had someone wide open short, could have took that. Uh, but when you really look into it and you say, okay, where was Josh trying to go and what read was he making? The read he made is the right read. I stick by that. When he on Shakir on the over the middle throw, sort of reminds you of the Gabe Davis touchdown before the 13 seconds. Um, and the difference is Josh got hit by his own lineman as he threw it, couldn't plant his feet, third short. But it's a good throw. It's a good decision. Considering that it was open, if if there was a touchdown available, you'd take the touchdown. Obviously, the correct play would have been get a first down, run the clock out. But I mean, if there was a touchdown available, you take the touchdown. And I don't blame him for making that read. If you look at where his eyes were the whole play, he wasn't even looking at the check down because it was because he was reading that. So it's like, it is what it is. He makes that throw; it's a different story. You know, it, it's you're nitpicking. And then the play after that, he had some people open for a fourth and short, but. You don't really know what they were relaying. They might have said, "Hey, we don't get it. We don't get it here. We're kicking no matter what." Josh is like, "F that! I'm throwing for a touchdown." You never know. But that that the last fourth down play to me is one where you can nitpick more than the and then the sec the third down play, or I guess the second down play. But you know what I mean. But my main thing is you're gonna put it all on Josh. When you say the whole season he can't make a Super Bowl because he t- he turns the ball over so much, he doesn't turn over the ball. No, I I've been an still, advocate still of saying. His fault. I've been I've been an advocate of saying Josh Allen is a different animal in the postseason. He has twenty seven touchdowns and four picks in the postseason. Yeah, no, he is. I mean, he he generally is a different player. He I understands think, what he should. He, he, he it's almost like he listens when he's in the postseason to what everyone tells him he should be doing. Um, and I I mean, hey, if you're gonna, I don't care when you do it, as long as and that's the biggest time to do it. I mean, if he does it all, throws picks all season, we make playoffs. I don't care what happens, we make the playoffs, and you do better. Um, he, he's, he's a different animal in the playoffs. He's locked in. He makes good decisions, but we still lose, and it's not his fault. And I and I'm upset. I'm upset about that. He doesn't deserve the criticism that he gets when it's the team letting him down. Charles, when we on, on the elimination games for the Bills, the Bills have allowed 32 points a game when they get eliminated. That's not an offensive Josh Allen problem. No, and like I said, I, I for one, will defend Josh when it comes to playoffs. Because, you know, obviously... I, I go so far putting a lot of money on him to perform well in the playoffs, and personally. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it goes it goes as far as, I mean, the defense shows up all season, regular season. They did a lot with what they had, but when it comes down to put your money where your mouth is, this defense cannot do that. And that's and that's a problem. Um, and they need to address that going forward. Josh is not the problem... Even McDermott, for once in his life, admitted that they let him down. Um, but they got a lot of decisions to make this offseason, and, and uh, we'll see how they navigate that. It be a lot of hard decisions. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, congrats to the Chiefs. Um, they honestly played a perfect game on offense, so we got kind of lucky to even be in that position after the fumble out of the end zone. What was your take on the DeMar Hamlin fake punt? I'll ask that before we move on. 
So that's another um, topic. I, I mean, I know the reason why they did it, because they literally said in practice, um, we know, like, if they line up with 10 guys on the punt return, they're going to go for it. Yeah, but they if have you 10 guys. Have, I mean, I get it. If if you even have that in your mind, do you have arguably the best runner in the NFL with the football, with Josh Allen, just because of how hard he is to bring down? Why the hell do you not just let Josh Allen take it? Well, I, mean, I guess you're not, they you're were not like put an element of surprise. I mean, I get I get the idea. It's a ten man. It's like it's like eight people in the box versus six or eight O linemen versus six people on defense. So I get it, but then you're giving it to Hamlin a backup safety. Like I don't get it. I just, I mean like, I I understand the thought process, but I don't know. I think a lot of more a lot of that goes into it too. Is the punter wasn't punting well. But yeah, I also I just don't get it. I don't get a safety in that position. They should put like they should have a running back. I think I honestly think Ty Johnson right there would be a great spot if they were going to do that. You yeah, know, because yeah, I, I feel like but I mean Hamlin doesn't know how to hit he doesn't know how to hit lanes if there even was one. Um, but they they read it they saw it coming. It was just a weird play call. It obviously, it didn't matter at the end of the day. Um, because we got the ball back, but it, if if we didn't get the ball back and we lost because of that. It would have been a bigger discussion point for sure, but yeah, I saw a breakdown. I, I think it was Willie Gay or was yeah. another. They knew Justin it was coming. Reed. Uh, he I mean he jumped that gap. He read yeah. it as soon as he saw Demar. Basically, not get behind. Yeah, basically get behind the snapper. They, they saw it coming, and he, he yeah, started I, motioning. He, he like it was. It looked like it looked like it was a run play versus a punt. Like they they knew it was coming. Yeah. Um. So. You know. I mean, I, I do is. think that's, it was that's a coaching thing right there. Yeah, it, I think it's a poor coaching um, display. And that's my, my next question to you is, I know I brought it up multiple times on this podcast. When did you move on from Sean McDermott? I mean, you can't, I mean, you really can't this season because of how they, how they were able to, to come back. Um, and, and, and honestly, what he did with that defense is very, very admirable, very injured defense. And he was able to turn it around and make it, Still a top ten defense with the with, with what he faced. We were playing six string linebackers in that Chiefs game, and uh, you know it's hard hard to knock someone for that. But as far as decision making goes in big games, uh, I'm a little tired of of some of the stuff I'm seeing. Yeah, I mean it's same same stuff every year. I mean if you look at Philly, Nick Sirianni was in the Super Bowl last year. This year they were, yeah, they finished at a fifth seed, went eleven and six. But I mean, he's on the hot like he was on one of the hottest hot seats. He was on he's on a high hotter hot seat than some coaches that got fired. Yeah, no, so, I mean, I, I get it. I I really do think it could be a good time to move on. But I'd, I'd also be curious to see if we could fill that defensive coordinator position. Um, and see if that helps. I know. Um, I, I Loki, I I will entertain the idea of if Bill Belichick would come over. Yeah, I, I think all he cares about now is just breaking the all-time win record. So I know. But if he'd be willing to take a role like that for a season, help us and it'd be almost legendary if he helps the Bills get over the hump. Um I I, I would be interested in something like that. But I wouldn't be surprised just because of his hatred for the Jets, if I'm being yeah, honest it, with you. It's just it's just hard because I my main concern is is like the grass isn't always greener. And I, I wouldn't. I would be a little hesitant on switching coaches. Um, yeah. But I, it's a definitely a thought because it's like you got to wonder what's going on in these playoff games. It's not Josh. 
it's so it's got to be coaching or defense. So or both. They, I think they were the only team to win almost every statistical category except, and then didn't win the game. And that, and to me, that points out a, a different problem than the team. Uh, but again, I I can't I can't commit to anything like that. Uh, but we can just move in. Uh, I think we'll just follow the Chiefs. We got. I don't. I think it's not the first game, or is it? No, it is. It, it is. is how that works out. Game. Yeah. So Chiefs Ravens play. Uh, Charles, I'm gonna keep this short and sweet as far as who I'm gonna pick. I'm following the prophecy, and if you don't know what the prophecy is, it's the logo. The logo has purple and red. So I'm picking the Ravens because I have to. The prophecy tells me I have to. Yeah. No. I I agree. I'm fully on the NFL's rigged train. Um, so I mean, I don't know how they're gonna do it, but they're gonna do it. I think defense maybe gives Mahomes more trouble, and then and then Lamar maybe plays well enough to not turn the ball over, and then, and then they'll win. I mean, the, the Chiefs team isn't amazing; they're weakest they've, they've been in a long time. So th- this is the time to beat them. Yeah, no, it's like I, I, I hope it's true because I saw a leaked image of what the Super Bowl logo is supposed to look like next year. Yeah. And it's green and purple. So it's you're in the mix um, for sure. Yeah, I mean, it, there's really only like four teams it could possibly be, like the Jets, Vikings, or Packers-Ravens. So I think Eagles would be considered – you could probably – you could probably – I'm trying to think of the word. You could probably make it close. The colors aren't exactly the same, but you could probably stretch it, I guess, is the word. Yeah, no, I would, I would love it, but obviously – um, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with you as well. I'm also gonna pick the Ravens. Uh, yeah, I, I don't have too much analysis here. I think the main issue is okay. Can we stop Mahomes and and if and even bonus points? Can we force him into any turnovers? And then we got to navigate that defense on the Chiefs side. Well, they're weak against the run, which I think is a bad matchup. If you have Lamar running, um, it'll be just as hard to stop him as it was to stop Josh. Um, and that should be their key to victory. There, make sure we we run the ball. And use that running to set up play action. They should be fine. I think it should yeah, be I mean, uh, good, a good matchup for the Ravens. Mark Andrews is back. Um, I know Isaiah Pacheco is a little banged up, but I didn't stop him last year when he had a, uh, I think he had like a broken hand and a torn something. Still played. It's a dog right there. Uh, I mean, he he's a bully. I'm not even kidding. I mean, just his runs are like jaw dropping, and they're just ten yard runs. Um, yeah, no, for sure. Um, but yeah, I'll move on straight to the next game. Keep this short and sweet. Um, we got Lions, 49ers. And again, just following the prophecy here, it's got to be 49ers. Um, they're the better team. They're a more complete team. Um, and I'm following the prophecy. Lions, I really want them to win, but I can't argue with the prophecy. Yeah, no, I'm, it's funny that we're taking the same picks um i think i've gotten every pick right so far this playoffs except for the bucks eagles i know last week i picked the bucks to beat the lions but i didn't believe that that was just to go against my history picking against or with the bucks um i do think the lions are lucky to be here this is not me hating i mean if you look at all their games that they played in the playoffs they've been close um they played a young Rams team, and then they played a kind of a veteran Bucks team, but both those games were at home. Both were within one score. I just think going on the road into San Fran, where they're still pissed off from last year, going that going to the same game, and then 
having literally no quarterback by the end of it, uh, I think he's really pissed him off. Yeah, um, I don't. I don't think they'll be denied this year. I, yeah. I don't think they'll allow that. Um, yeah, keys to this game is try to contain that that run game from uh, the Lions side. They have a really dynamic offense, but the but really 49ers, they just need to score points. They need to they just need to boat race them. They will not beat you on a boat race. Like for how good the Lions offense is, I'd say 49ers could be can be better at times. Um, that that Lions defense still really scares me. Right. I don't think they've neither offenses that they played so far this year have been even half dynamic as right. so you just need to keep the clean game and just run up the score man I hope, if, if you get in a shootout the Niners are just going to win flat out because they just have so much more speed and skill I wouldn't say skill positions even but they have so much more speed and when you when they're firing on all cylinders they're firing on all cylinders like it's I mean I would say, I would say that the 49ers do have better skill position players but it's not by a wide margin no it's not yeah it's it's arguable for sure I mean the 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 blind skill position players are young. Some of them are, and it's, so it's hard for me to to judge. But we know we can get out of the Niners when they're when they're hot. And I'm honestly like I I would be playing with the lines here, but if, if the Super Bowl logo wasn't red, <laughs> but I just I don't I just I need to, I need them to, I need it to be wrong before I start picking anything else that's not the Super Bowl logo at this point. Yeah, no, um, I agree. And then obviously I'll, we'll pick Super Bowl real quick. Uh, I'm gonna just go with the Niners because I'm. Pretty sure with the logo, the like the smaller color on the logo always wins, and I think it's red. It's mostly purple, so I think the, you know the Niners just, will win. Just for that, I'm gonna go Ravens to win, but it'll probably change when we do our Super Bowl preview. Whoever's playing in it, but yeah, yeah. I mean, if it is those two teams, I, I'm just gonna follow the the trend, I guess. There. Yeah, but please save us, Lamar. Yeah, we need um, we need somebody to save us. Like the Bills can't do it clearly. So, and Burrow's not here. Yeah, Zach, I don't know if you knew this, but since 2005, there's been at least four of the same quarterbacks that have been in the AFC Championship. Uh, It's like, what, Mark Sanchez is one of them, is why you're asking me? Mark Sanchez, Tom Brady, Patrick Um, Mahomes. I don't even know the last one. Ben Roethlisberger. Oh, Big Ben? Is it like one year, two years? Oh, well, he's in 2006, so it might be more years than that. Yeah, and I think if you go all the way to 2002, I think you can throw in Peyton Manning. Yeah, Peyton Manning's definitely. So it's it's pretty bizarre. I mean, well, that just shows you, right? Like, what about oh, your AFC, right? Only. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, just I mean, that's 20. That's basically 18 years of four different quarterbacks that have always been in the AFC Championship. Burrow. So you said Burrow. Well, Burrow played Mahomes. Right. So, I mean, I'm saying like four of the same. You know? Okay. Yeah, yeah. You mean like, oh, you mean like regardless of the team teams, it's like the same four. One of them, yeah. Yeah, I got you. Uh, well, um, good luck to both teams today. Game start, what, a couple hours from when we're uh, we'll post this? Three o'clock Eastern, so a little under four hours from when we when we are recording. Yeah, I gotta so, get some laundry, watching... throw some steaks on the grill, and oh yeah, sounds good like a good day. So, yeah, but thank you for tuning into another episode of Chuck Talk um, Conference Championship Round. Um, I mean, we only have three games left of when we're recording this, which is sad. Um, not including the Pro Bowl, but 
yeah, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Chuck Talk again. Uh, don't forget to download, share it with your friends, family, uh, whatever you want to do. Appreciate the love and support, and God bless.